Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live. All right, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be across this beautiful blue-green globe of ours. Welcome to Real News Live. This is a Deep Thought Thursday, and I'm your host, Mike Barrett in Seattle, Washington. I am going to be joined today by... The awesome, the massive, the trail boss, the toxically masculine, the most toxically masculine man I know, Steve Doran, the trail boss, somewhere in Shitville, Arkansas. Where are you, Steve? I am in Melbourne, Arkansas. And, Normally. you know, I'm, I remember the last time I was on the show that I was told I was going to be, my picture would be added to the intro. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, I don't know, have any clue who those people are that are in the intro, but I know that it's not a great intro because I'm not in it. I agree with you that on that uh, to a limited extent. And uh, I did not tell you that. So, all right. Yes, you did. We can normally, go back. I lied. Normally, Steve, no, I just lied to get rid of you. Normally, Steve, <laughs> uh, Jennifer Falladori, who is in that intro, is here. Hi, Jen Jen. Um, normally, Steve would be on on the Toxically Masculine Tuesday, but I had to get the original Mark Z on to talk about uh, currencies and the currency reset and things like that. So uh, we moved Steve to Deep Thought Thursday because in addition to being toxically masculine, he's also a deep thinking man, a man of deep thoughts. And, and trust me, go to his Instagram, Steve Doran Trail Boss, or go to his Facebook. Follow him on Facebook. Be friends with him. He actually comes out with some really deep shit, way more deep stuff than I do, Steve. I think that's Because you're, you're more shallow than I am. That's <laughs> true. Uh now, before I, I'm going to do the news and put Steve into the green room in a minute, but first of all, I want to kind of explain, I often get the question, actually, I never get the question, but this part bit's going to be really funny, so I want to do it. Uh, what is toxic masculinity? So Steve and I, uh, we just had a, an exchange right before we came on the air that we're going to repeat here, um, that we're going to repeat, that will define for you what toxic masculinity is. And Steve, you told me something. You told me you were asking about my camera and you told me something about myself. I told him, I told him because I told him he looked really good. And then I ended up. Wait, 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 wait. That's all. That's it. You told me you, I looked really good. Yes. And then I said, but there's two words you failed to add after that, which are what Steve? No homo. Okay. That is toxic masculinity. That is what other people think is toxic or bad. Steve and I are dudes. We're guys. That's the way guys talk to each other. Fuck everybody else's rules. There's nothing wrong with saying that. It's funny. It's hysterical. And we are both macho guys. And you really don't, you really don't want to spend But we're also realistic. We're also realistic. Like we have no problem. It's not like uh, we feel like we can't compliment each other for the work that we do or things of that nature are like when Mike's in town and he, he's getting ready to go on stage and they say, you know, you look good, go kill him, whatever. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? You know, Nothing. what is wrong with, with, with complimenting somebody for their abilities or uh, that, you know, to make them feel better about themselves before they're getting ready to go on stage or whatever. Nothing. And Nothing. there's nothing wrong with saying no homo in addition to that. And, and I, no, I want to repeat no. for everybody here that, um, were I to have to spend 10 years of my life in a Turkish prison, I would want you to be my roommate. Yes, because it would be no homo. Homo. 
Right. <laughs> that, folks, is toxic masculinity. All right. Uh, yeah, Jody calls her kids gay. It's just, it's like the, the lack of humor in the society is, is gone nuts. All right, Steve, we're going to bring you back. We're going to talk about the law. We're going to talk about some laws that are being passed. We're going to talk about some insane shit that's going on in the world. And we're going to talk about your campaign for Izzard County Sheriff in Arkansas. But um, between now and then, I have to do a little worldwide news for everybody who which i enjoy as much as everyone else so i'm gonna put you in the green room for a couple minutes just because i uh just so i don't have to listen to your comment and then i'll bring you back in don't hurt me remember steve don't ever forget i shot you in the face once you did you're the only person well no you're the second person you shot me in the face another guy shot me in my forehead okay well don't fuck with me because i will shoot you in the face all right. Okay. So Steve's Steve's gonna go in the background for a little bit, and uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about a lot of stuff. Not the green room. That's okay. Enough with the jokes. I just wanted to make a point. All right. So guys, uh, the main thing that's going on, of course, is that last night, you know, Phil Godlewski, uh, who we do talk about on the show, and by the way, I am I am wearing this Affliction T-shirt, even though I think MMA is MM gay. It's. Uh, it's like a homoerotic spectacle. I really do. I much prefer boxing, okay, which is a straight up fist fight between two dudes and it's a real sport. But I got this shirt in Vegas when I was there last time and I haven't worn it in like eight months. So the only time I can wear it because I'm not going to wear it around Seattle is here because I'm not in Vegas right now. So I'm just going to put it on and wear it on the show. All right. So what I wanted to share is that um, Phil did a live stream last night and it was, you know, pretty interesting what happened. You can go to D live and you can watch a replay of it. It uh, down here below, it says replays. So you just simply go to uh, dlive.tv, search Phil's name, Phil Godlewski, and go into the replays and you can watch the show from last night. It's still valid for another 48 hours or something like that. I do think it is kind of interesting for you to watch. Now, um, what did he cover in this live stream that I think is so interesting? First of all, first thing he he kind of did is he backed off of the selling the water filters thing. You remember last week we had the big controversy where he talked about, oh, you know, um, <clears throat> Oh, you know, uh, that there's there's a snake venom in in the water and you need to have a water filtration system, a high quality camping water filtration system, which I believe Steve Doran is going to endorse when he gets back on here. I think everybody should have it. It's a good product. But the connection between having this live stream where he showed the watch the water video between these two phonies, Dr. Artis and uh, Stu Peters, I, I really really didn't like that that he was then selling two days later these filters they set the website up it was obviously pre-planned either by phil and Stu and dr artis or he just used them to try to sell some more water filters and then last night he came off as very sort of self-righteous and said hey i'm not going to do that anymore and they're a shit company they they you know wouldn't cooperate with us so don't buy the seychelles water filters so I think what happened there is Phil got taken to the woodshed by the people that he knows higher up in government and um, and backed off. So it's, it's good that he did that, but we still aren't going to entirely trust him or entirely forgive him for that. The other things that were important that came through in the live stream, and you should watch it if you're interested. He talked about being recruited as a young man, as a boy, by a certain three-letter agency. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it starts with the word clowns and it 
uh, intersection and uh, America. So if you were to go or clowns in America, you would know what agency it was he was referring to. So um, he was recruited at a young age. He had certain computer skills. Um, he admitted that his identity was changed to Mark Poole or Mr. Poole. Now, those of you that follow the Q stuff and follow um, follow what's on Telegram and so forth, know that there is a Mr. Poole out there who's been dumping little bits of intel and little hints about things that are going on behind the scenes. He admitted he's Mr. Poole or Mark Poole. He also reiterated the claim that he was roommates during some of these summer camps where he was trained with Ezra Cohen Watnick. He stated that before. Ezra Cohen Watnick, if you don't know, was the Undersecretary of Defense for the last three or four months of the Trump administration and is a guy who is keenly involved in all of the behind the scenes machinations, the plan, the QAnon plan. That um, he was roommates with him. And um, he also admitted that the character of Edward Snowden is him. That that's those were the claims he made. Great. He also then came forward and reiterated some Gentiles, some stuff we've gotten from Jen, that the queen is dead, she's long dead, and that when that announcement happens, it's going to kick off the financial reset. Now, he made some other st statements like the banks are going to go dark for 10 days. No banking for 10 days, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Well, okay, that stuff's interesting. We've heard that before. Uh, and we know the queen is long dead. And that we also know from Jen that when that is announced, it will signal the beginning of the financial aspect of all of the turmoil that's supposed to take place this year, which involves the removal of Joe Biden, the replacement of Joe Biden with President Trump and all that stuff. So I think it's worth watching. I think it was pretty interesting. Um, and I, I would advise you to go again. I'm going to share it again. Go over to DLive and uh, watch the replay. Now, um, that seems to coincide with information that my friend Mark Z, who I had on, the original Mark Z, who I had on on Tuesday, uh, has been getting from his banking contacts that we are right on the edge and prepared for a transition to a new uh, banking system. And one aspect of that that's pretty interesting is that there's new stories out there that uh, a Ripple partner, Wells Fargo, is working on a um, is working on a system that will get around the SWIFT system. Remember in the Ukraine war when you had Vladimir Putin? Oh, we're gonna. They were telling Putin they were gonna remove Russia from the SWIFT system. That's a system by which international banking is done. Well, SWIFT has been prepared to be replaced by Basel III for six or eight years now. But the question is, how is that going to be done? electronically and um a new uh company called the clearinghouse which is a ripple partner company is now working with wells fargo on a cross-border payment system specifically designed to support digital commerce this is important if you hold the cryptocurrency xrp because ripple is sort of their parent company and we've all heard that xrp is going to explode at some point i'm not giving financial advice i do own some xrp this is really interesting news, and it's really interesting that it came out on this day. Now, in the rumor uh, mill aspect of that, if you go back to Dr. Charlie Ward, who is supposed to be or claims to be deeply involved with this currency stuff, he put out a statement today that I think some of you guys are talking about in the chat. And here, chat, and here it is. 
Today, China is supposed to announce to the public that the Chinese yuan currency is now a new digital currency connected to gold, meaning it's going to be asset backed by gold. At that time, they should also announce how many yuan a gram of gold is worth. In other words, What's the true value of the yuan? The yuan. The U.S. Treasury Treasury Department has been given a cryptographic code that will unlock the new gold-connected treasury currency. That's our response, our gold-backed currency, the new rainbow currency. This will allow trade in the world in the new currency at any time. The current lockdown in Shanghai was necessary to distract from the currency reset. Once the global currency reset begins, the Chinese Communist Party will have no funds at all. It will cease to exist. And this is stuff we've been telling you on this show for like two years now that this is going to go down. China was going to be reunited, Taiwan and China. There's going to be some cleanup in Taiwan. And then there's going to be a new Chinese Republic. The Communist Party is dead. Uh, Charlie also went on to say, I'll have some really big information for you in the next seven to 10 days. I wish it was today. But I'll tell you as soon as I'm allowed to tell you, this is a few more steps better than I expected. So again, I want to go back and remind you guys what Jen said yesterday, which is, yes, today, the financial reset stuff begins. So that announcement, if it does come today, is going to send shockwaves through the world financial systems. It will ultimately collapse the current U.S. dollar, the fiat currency dollar, will collapse to its intrinsic value, which is zero. It's a piece of paper, okay? However, there is a plan and there has been a plan in place to replace that with a new gold-backed currency. Other countries will be, um, will be backed by other assets that they may possess. If they possess rare earths or oil or the labor of their people, they will be allowed to do all this stuff. So that's what's going on um, in the rumor mill. I think it's pretty big stuff and um, it's it's just an update that once again other sources are saying the same things that jen is saying hopefully they're not getting it from jen by watching this show so all right now i'm going to bring in my special guest of course the wonderful the stud like the toxically masculine steve doran from melbourne arkansas yes. Steve, and i love you know i'm going to tell everybody this right now when I tune into the show, because I don't have a lot of time, I'm really busy, but I love listening to his news update, No Homo. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. We, we made the No Homo point. We can try Okay. It. I'm just making it again. <laughs> okay. Right. So I do listen to the news update daily, and then I have to usually go do something else. You have else. to move on. Okay. Well, I should keep that in mind and maybe do a quick news update at the very beginning. All right. There's some other things in the news I want to talk to you about. Um I don't know if you ever watched Fox News, but the worst one of the worst people on Fox News, besides Neil Cavuto, who told people that hydroxychloroquine would kill them, um, right. which is a complete lie and was a lie two years ago and probably cost people their lives, was uh, Chris Wallace, who is a flaming wild eyed liberal Trump hater, did everything he could to undermine President Trump. Um, right. And then, you know, got basically when the environment at Fox got um started to shift a little bit. Uh, he ran off to where he should have been all along, which is CNN, to join something called CNN Plus, which was a new streaming service that the people who own CNN actually thought that a network which gets less viewers in prime time than a rerun of one of my episodes of Ancient Aliens gets, that people would pay for that. And guess what? It's been open for a month. He went to CNN Plus, 
And today they announced CNN Plus that was hyped as one of the most significant developments in the history of CNN will be shut down just one month after it was launched. So Chris Wallace doesn't have a job anymore. Look at this piece of shit. Let's just let's just enjoy it. world events. And now he's streaming. We have a lot to talk about. And nobody wants to listen to you. You are done. Steven. What do you think yes. about that? What do you think about that? Isn't that great news? Well, the only thing that kept the liberal media alive during the Trump administration was the fact that they were selling fake news. Yeah. Once all of that went away, so did their platform. And so uh, now everyone knows what was going on. Uh, everyone's keenly aware that 99% of what they were saying was fake news. And they're done with them, right? You can fool them once, but you're not going to fool them twice. Yeah. So uh, pretty much they uh, they wrote their own ticket to the grave. Yep. Okay. Speaking of fooling people twice, um, they are actually trying. The Biden DOJ is decided that they are going to appeal the mask ruling after the CDC request. The mask ruling is, is that the, a federal judge uh, in Florida said the mask mandate on airplanes and in airports is unlawful. The president doesn't have the authority. There's no um, factual basis for it. And the CDC doesn't have the authority. So the mask mandate is over. So the Department of Justice said that they're going to appeal under Joe Biden this uh, ruling striking down the mask mandate for public transportation after the Centers for Disease Control, the CDC, which is the most corrupted, disgusting pile of shit and agency in the United States government run by Anthony Fauci uh, to protect public health authority beyond the ongoing assessment. So look, here's the point. They're going to try to get this overthrown and try to force people to go back to wearing masks on planes and in airports, which I don't think anybody's going to do. Um, and they're trying to do this, I, I suppose, uh, because this is part of forcing you into compliance for illegal and unconstitutional mandates of all kinds. If they can get the mask mandate to stick. Mandates and orders are not laws. And I was going to get my law enforcement officers, peace officers. Mandates. Mandates and orders are not laws. And the only people that can enforce mandates and orders would be your employer. Okay, so if I decide as an employer that I think it's a good idea for my employees to wear masks, they can then institute that um, that mandate. The, the president has the right to institute the mandate with its federal workforce, but he can't go any farther than that. Right, exactly. And here's the thing. He and, can only and airline pilots it. are not part of the federal workforce. Stewardesses no. are not part of the wor federal workforce. Um, you, where you work, if you don't work for the federal government, are not part of the federal workforce. Well, the, the issue is, though, that what they try to do is say any company that takes any federal funds or has any federal contracts, which is probably every country, every company in, in, the, in the country um has to has to has to be uh, basically comply with the mandates but really the president's authority for this kind of thing only exists within the executive branch he can't you know the uh, the supreme court and the congress for instance uh would be federal territory but they're not under the executive branch so he can't do anything about that 
Correct. they did, and they tried to use judges to force it. And now they found a judge who said that's a bunch of bullshit. And I'm wondering if you were, I don't know, sheriff of a, of a Is there county, county in Arkansas, and you had an airport, and and you got a call, and they said, "We do have an airport, by the way." Okay, and 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 they said we have a guy here who's on the airport grounds without wearing a mask. He's refusing to wear a mask because, you know, he doesn't like the president and the press says the president's order is illegal. We want you to come here and arrest him and get him out of our airport. What are you going to do? And by the way, keep in mind that anything you say on this show can and will will be used against you in your campaign for Izzard County Sheriff on social media. So, well, what would you do? You know, you know that I'm a constitutional conservative. I do. That people have a right to live free and yep. pursue their own happiness. And there is no way in uh, heck, I'll say heck, I won't curse, um, that I would ever enforce an order or a mandate, ever, for anyone. Um, if they said that they had a guy that won't cooperate, I'd say, well, that's your problem because it is not a law enforcement issue. There is no laws that have been broken. And so if you want to use some company policy against them or whatever, that's up to you, but I'm not arresting them. Well, here's what I was trying to get, what I was hoping you were going to, would you, would you maybe drive to the airport and tell the guy to his face that he had oh, no absolutely. right to force this guy to wear, to wear a mask? Because I mean, that, that's what I'd like to see. If I was one that of the guy. Things, but see, one of the things that, you know, once I win this election, people will very clearly know where I stand, even like, you know, I have a huge problem with the school districts, right? Mm -hmm. uh, back in our day, when we went to school, we won't tell anybody how old we are, but we're only like in our late 20s. Um, when when uh, Mike and I went to school, if you got in trouble, unless it was something very insignificant or they needed to question you, right? the first thing they did was notify your parents and tell your parents, hey, we think he did this or he did that. And, you know, would you like to come down? Would you mind if we talk to him? Whatever the case may be. Now they will lock children in a principal's office for hours and continuously ask them questions to the point where even if they didn't do it, they want to get the hell out of the office. So they confess that is an illegal. You have imprisoned a child to coerce them into giving you a confession. That is right. absolutely wrong. Parents have rights with their children. Now, I don't believe in public school. I'll be honest with you. Um, my boys were homeschooled. Uh, they went to public school a very short period of time to get their degrees. Both of them are extremely successful. So this bull crap that, oh, they don't get socialization. They're not as smart. Baloney. My kids will run circles around public school kids. One yeah. of them has his doctorate. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's not the case at all. I can tell you that Mike got his knowledge and information. He didn't get it from the public school. It's, he's a self-taught, uh, brilliant man. So, but the schools do not have a right mm -hmm. to take control of your child. They do not have the right to not notify you of, of what they intend to do or what they're doing. Now, they have a right to, as an example, if the child is acting out and hitting people or whatever, to restrain him until you get there or call the police, what have you. But if they, you know, they have no right to question your child in a, in what they would consider a criminal matter or any other type of matter. Yeah. And the same I is mean, true with businesses. The businesses if have. If your ahead. kid, if your kid is, you know, grabbing Chris Wallace 
or Pete Buttigieg, Pete, Pete Buttplug, in the hallway, giving him a wedgie and stuffing him in a garbage can, the school has a right to restrain Steve Doran Jr. from doing that, right? Right, right. But they so. don't have a right if, as an example, uh, uh, they think that you made a comment, right? No homo in school, which is not allowed. So they let's think say, you said let's that. Say he said that, yeah. Right. yeah. So no. they have no right to take a child and they can ask him, well, did you say that? And it's not appropriate to say that in school. And if the child says no, at that point, if they still suspect him, they can call the parents and say, well, I think we have a problem. Your kid is being disrespectful. They have no right to take him to the office, lock him in the principal's office, repeatedly question him for, you know, an inordinate amount of time until they confess so that they can leave the office. And schools do that over and over and over again. And the kid's not even guilty. He just wants to, you know, he's, it's, he, yeah, it's abuse is well, what it is. Again, I had to, I, I would go to that to, school, by the way, as sheriff and arrest the principal. That would be great. Cause it would really stop after that. Yeah. <laughs> it would really stop. After no, I would, that. I would say, I would say, what gave you the right to take this child into custody and keep him from contacting his parents? Why would you hold him? If he wasn't doing anything violent, why would you hold him in the office for this length of time? Right. You denied him his liberty. So guess what? Your liberty is now denied and you're going to jail. Speaking of uh, of liberty and that kind of stuff, actually, I wanted to show something that I, I forgot. I meant to mention this in the uh, in the news segment, but uh, I want to I mention something that you said in the news that you were going to bring up to me. So you don't okay. forget. All right. This water filter thing. Um, oh, yeah. First of all, there is no way possible that there is snake venom in the water. They, there is not enough snake venom on this planet to keep it constantly rotating through the water supply. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, a simple carbon filter that you pick up at Ace Hardware, wherever, and I'm not telling you where to buy it, but a cheap carbon filter will clean out uh, like 99.9% .9 of anything that's in the water that you don't want to drink. Right. So, you know, you don't need any special filter. I happen to be on a well and I had, and I tested my water and it is about as pure as you can get. But, um, uh, you know, don't go off buying all these expensive gadgets that they tell you that will do all of these wonderful things. Go to Home Depot, grab the carbon filter. If you feel like you need to filter your water, that's all you need. Like, you know, $29.95. Yeah. Yeah. Although I, I, you do, I assume you do have one of these camping water filters. It takes well, out. I do, but that's when I, when I teach survival or I take people on survival trips or whatever, and water's limited, or I'm, I'm teaching which, which in, the I am Everglades, in the ever, if I'm teaching in the Everglades, as an example, yep. of course, I'm not going to drink that water. Um, I'm either going to boil it. I'm going to treat it somehow. And actually my favorite way to treat it is with iodine. Um, because if you use iodine crystals, the water in that container will only absorb so much of the iodine and it will, it doesn't taste very good, but you know that you're not uh, drinking any creepy crawlies that are going to affect you later. And I this use that when I travel the, uh, around the world as well. This is the trail boss side of Steve. Yes. Warren, trail and it's boss. a heck of a lot easier to carry a little bottle of iodine crystals, like yeah. especially when you're traveling around the world than some big pump thing that, uh, that will probably break the first time you try to use it. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so good advice from an expert on the subject, uh, Steve Doran, the trail boss, who is also running for Izzard County Sheriff. Okay, well, so one of the things I wanted to mention is, um, you know, this lack of freedom in our country is is getting really ridiculous. This is uh, this is a pharmacy shelf in Mexico. Uh, for $65, you can buy Plaquenil, which is known as hydroxychloroquine. And for uh, $15, you can buy Ivermectin, which is a wonderful pharmaceutical drug that cures all kinds of things, including COVID-19, right over the counter, right over the shelf. So again, it, it, it's to me, what's lacking, what's going on in the country now is all of this stuff being um, these agencies all need to go. They all just need to be, to my mind, need to be just wiped out. Get rid of the FDA. Let people, they, they, you know, just get rid of them all because they're all corrupt. And, you know, I, I just think that, that this, it, we should be able, these drugs are safe and effective. They've been on our shelves for years. Um, ivermectin will cure, will get rid of all those little creepy crawlies that might get into your water. It, that's what it's supposed to do. So, why as Americans why as Americans do we have less freedom than the freaking Mexicans do? They can go to they can go buy antibiotics right over the counter. What's the problem? Well, I mean, the reality is well, there's a couple of realities. One is uh people in the United States want instant gratification. So, and I'm telling you how this came about. I'm not telling you whether it's right or wrong. Like I said, I believe that you have the freedom to do what you want and take care of your body the way that you want. Right. But one of the things that creates issues in this country is people in foreign countries will only go buy this stuff when they're really sick, <laughs> where right. people in the United States will buy stuff and take it whether they need it or not. So the federal government steps in and then uh, right there, your nanny, and they're going to tell you, well, uh, you know, now the antibiotics are useless because you've overused them when you shouldn't have used them. And, you know, you've taken way too many or this drug doesn't work anymore. Or that drug doesn't work anymore, whatever the case may be. However, that's how they got it pushed through. However, my feeling is, is that if you want to do that to yourself, go ahead. But then when that stuff stops working or you've misused it or whatever, and you have side effects, you're on your own, baby. We shouldn't have to pay for that. Exactly. As taxpayers. Right. So you you screwed yourself up. You deal with it. Don't come to us and ask us to fix it. Yeah, as long as you were informed on what to do and how to do it, it's your problem. Uh, yeah. Jennifer Flaud Doreen, the wonderful Jen Jen, Mar, my co-star, says she wants you to be her sheriff. That See, that's the essence, Jen, of who Steve Doran is, okay? Women want him and men want to be him. Am I wrong, Steve? That, that is 100% correct. Because, well, first of all, I, as Mike knows, I always stand my ground. Yep. Um, I don't back down from anybody. Nobody's going to bully me or bully anybody around me, as Mike will tell you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, again, I'm a <laughs> I always feel really safe. They're you and the mechanic. When I'm with either one of you guys, I'm like, nobody's going to fuck with me right now. Anyway. So, you know, my thing is, is, I mean, I, I sincerely mean this. Everybody has a right to pursue their own happiness. Now, Mike and I disagree on a multitude of subjects. We really, we do. But it doesn't mean that we're not friends. It doesn't mean that I don't support him in what he does or he doesn't support me in what I do. Um, but the, th the fact remains is you have a right as an American citizen to pursue your own happiness as long as you are not harming 
anyone else in the process. So again, um, you know, I don't care what people do. I really don't. Um, in the privacy of their own home, uh, again, as long as they're not hurting, harming someone, you know, somebody who isn't capable of defending themselves or um, uh, taking the appropriate action to get out of that situation. But um, as far as, you know, uh, if you want to go to the drugstore and buy a hundred pack of uh, antibiotics and take them, that's your problem. But if it affects you adversely, because you're an idiot, yeah. don't expect the taxpayers to bail you out of it. Okay. Um, speaking of harming others, I got I, something came up, and I I I got to ask you about it because I'm gonna sh I'm gonna show you this this story. Okay. Uh, this is video from a flight. Um, from a flight, I guess yesterday. George told me to Mike Tyson, bro. This shit crazy, bro. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Dog done got lit, man. He'll be around with Tyson. Mike Tyson trying to give us some shrooms. <laughs> you don't know how to act. Tyson looking out, man. That's the craziest. Should have never gave you his money. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, Mike, Mike, come on. Let's go stop back. Let's do it. So. That blue man flight. Boy just got beat up by Mike Tyson. <laughs> Turn that way. Yeah, he got f***ed up. Just trying to ask for autograph, man. I don't know what happened. <laughs> so, so what that is, if you, if you do not know, uh, okay. what that is, is, uh, Guy was on a JetBlue flight, and he was in, looks to me like business class, which is not cheap. It's better, not economy class. And Mike Tyson sat in front of him. So he started giving Mike Tyson shit and calling him. This is so toxic. This, this is so masculine today. We should have done this, done this on Tuesday. But uh, calling him a peasant. If you heard that, he goes, peasant, peasant. He's flying with the rest of us. Mike Tyson's got a lot of money. Um, but not every, not celebrities and people with money sometimes fly on commercial in first class or business class because, um, they, you know, what if it's a, uh, you know, hour and a half flight to, to New Jersey or something. And sometimes so, you can't get a seat. And sometimes you can't get a seat. And sometimes you can't, you know, not everybody flies. I mean, you're only the super rich are flying private jets everywhere all the time. Like Mike Barra. Like Mike Barra. Barra, Barra Force One, we're going to call it. So uh, Mike Tyson beat the crap out of him. So I got to ask you, as a, not a law enforcement officer, but a peace officer, what would you have done in that situation? If well, I mean, first of all. And then, and then, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, well, again, I, I totally 100% believe in the right of people being allowed to defend themselves. Okay. I mean, I believe in the right Second Amendment the right to keep and bear arms. I don't think you need the government's permission to do that. Um, I believe if anybody puts hands on you, that you, at that point, all bets are off. You can do whatever you need to do to get them off. However, um, I've been in a profession for many years where people say horrible, hideous things to me. And um, uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's part of life. 
And if I were to have punched or hurt or hit it, you know, everybody who had talked bad about me or said uh, things about me that weren't appropriate, uh, I'd probably be in federal prison right now as a serial killer or something. So yeah. you got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> um, so you're, if you're, you're on sitting there in that guy's seat and, you, and you're watching this, what do you do? Would you go over and would, would you, sh- you know, flash your badge and say, Hey, look, I'm a, I'm a sheriff. No. And Mike, you no. need to stop beating the crap out of him. Or would you just say, dude, you pick a fight with Mike Tyson. That's what's going to happen. What would you have done? Well, first of all, um, it's not my jurisdiction. I mean, yeah. if it was in my jurisdiction, I would stop it. Well, but it's happening. But, right um, or if the guy was like, if he was pummeling him to the point where he was going to get seriously harmed, I would intervene. Yeah, he didn't as really. Far as he roughed him up a little. He didn't really. Yeah, I mean, if he roughed him up a little. It's, you know, that's that's for the airline to to deal with that. And the, you know, sky marshals or the people at the airport. One of the things with policemen that you, you have to understand is most policemen who get in really really big trouble it's because they operate outside their jurisdiction and they think they're doing somebody a favor and they wind up uh in big trouble so as long as nobody is being um seriously harmed. seriously injured then you know i stay out of it it's just like when somebody shoplifts it's like you know i call the hey store security that guy just stole um whatever okay so um because again it doesn't uh, in today's, as much as we'd like to think differently, um, you know, in today's environment, like, again, when I was growing up, if people got caught shoplifting, usually the store owner or somebody in the store would, you know, smack the crap out of them. Don't come back here. Don't steal from me again. Today, if they were to do that, they would, they, they would be arrested and then, uh, they get sued on top of it. So we right. we live in a society we're taking, you know, common sense, a common sense approach, such as confronting somebody who's stealing from you will cost you more than the, you know, the $10, $15 item that they're stealing. That's why they let them get away with it. Yeah. And I agree with some other people with Jen and some others that, yeah, it's probably a setup for a lawsuit. He probably, they probably, uh, you know, planned it on. Yeah, on Speaking of, um, yeah, I mean, it's like we've lost track of our morality, you know. Um, speaking of this stuff, there is, uh, there's another thing going on in California, of course. Where else would it be except Crazy Fornia, which is uh, California, having lived there, should be an absolute paradise. And it's, it's a, it's an Orwellian nightmare to live there uh, now, which is why in some ways I'm glad I'm not there. But um, in California, there is a new bill that's being proposed called AB 22223 that allows for the legalization and killing of newborn children up to the age of 28 days. This is actually in the bill. Let's listen to the doctor testifying about it. The ambiguity of the bill is clear. However, a close inspection of this bill does allow for the legalization of the killing of innocent newborn children up to the age of 28 days. A yes vote is an unequivocal and complete approval of the legalized killing of a newborn baby. And with all of my heart, I oppose AB 2223 and urge you to vote no. 
Now, I don't, I don't know who that, um, we'll go to, uh, witnesses. I don't know who that doctor is. Uh, let's see if his name is in here. Um, it's a it was, um, authored by an assemblywoman named Buffy Wicks who needs to be removed, not merely from the California state legislature, but probably from the human race. Um, uh, Dr. Vanson Huang is the, is the guy. So I, I got to ask you this and see, this is, this is because I, you know, you got your campaign going for Izzard County Sheriff. I want people to know who you are and where you stand. Um, if you find out there's a doctor in your jurisdiction who is killing a baby that's already been born or born 28 days ago, or maybe even in the ninth month, what do you do? I'm doing everything in my power to put that individual in prison or under the prison so that they never, ever see the light of day again. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just, sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot here. I should have told you I was going to. You're not. I mean, you're not. I mean, I, I, and listening to that, that is one of the most horrific things I've ever heard. It was yeah. just like when they passed that late term abortion bill in New York and right. all those people are laughing and high-fiving each other. What a bunch of evil Nazi bastards they are. Yeah. And I, mean, I think, just, um, I mean, it, it made, it made my stomach turn. It made me yeah. sick. Even, even Roe versus Wade says that abortion's not okay after the first three months. It shouldn't be okay in my mind ever, but that's just my position, uh, personal position. It's not what the law says, but I, I mean, again, yeah, I just wanted to get your take on it. I mean, I, I know if I was a sheriff and I heard that anything like that had gone on, I'd arrest the guy for murder and charge him and get him charged with murder if I could. And, basically just uh treat him as if he's a murderer i think it's it, it's insane they are murderers they are murderers yep it's it's insane if okay you were to take if you were to take this is the sad part if they were to take a puppy that was you know 10 days old yeah and kill it the outcry across this country would be just unfathomable and, unfathomable. and from from a bunch of what so and and from a bunch of vegan hippies too but yeah. go ahead yeah no but if it's a child it's just like you can get more time if you kick a dog which i you know um mike knows i'm a animal lover in fact i have two more dogs here because a lady's bob, home burned down and whatever you've got bob you've got you've had hawk you've had scorch you've got yeah. dog yeah so but you can get more time kicking a dog than you can torturing a child yep. in jail something's wrong with that picture yeah and and joe biden just put up and the senate people like mitt romney just voted for a woman who thinks that that's that pedophiles don't get they, they get too much jail time that's that's i mean how ridiculous is that well and i think it shows to me it shows that we really are in the end times of good versus evil steve i, I really I do think so think too it, and I totally believe that. Yeah, it's it's really tough. But we okay. need people. We need people, not just sheriffs, not just Mike Barrows, not just Steve Dorans, who literally fight back and go against this evil system that we're dealing with today. Yeah. Let your voices be heard. Yep. You have to get out there and you have to speak. Uh, so parents can kill their baby, but parents have no say at school. Who is allowed to kill the baby? The doctor does. The doctor. He poisons the child or sticks a needle in the back of the neck and sucks the brains out. That's the, the different ways that they kill a baby who's already been born.
So uh, that's what they do. That's exactly what they do. All right. So a couple other things that are out there. Um, there's been a rash of fires at food processing plants. And uh, a lot of people think that they are. this is designed to make sure the shelves get empty and that there is going to be an attempt actually in the United States to starve out the population and prevent food from making it to the stores so um i you know i don't know i gotta ask you um well i think there's way more to it than that okay um they're not only you know not only these processing plants burning up also all of a sudden we've got a, a bird flu like thing that has just appeared out of nowhere and they're killing hundreds of thousands of chickens, chickens which million, lay eggs and, millions, and, Steve. and destroying them. Yeah. Um, the latest one, and don't, now again, keep this in mind. Um, and remember what I said to you on this show. Another thing that they've come out with is that if your dog licks you, he can pass on some type of deadly disease. <laughs> Mark my words, they're going to be killing dogs yep. here shortly. Yep. They're going to come by, they're going to test your dog, whether it's, it's, uh, uh, has the disease or not. And they're going to tell you, oh, that dog has to be destroyed. There's no cure. It's going to kill you. And there are going to be people out there who are going to let them do it Yep. because they're so paranoid that they're going to get sick. They're going to let, you know, their, their, yep. uh, animal be killed. But I mean, you're going to see cows, pigs, you name it. They're going to be targeted to be um destroyed hang on a second sorry yeah. it's okay but i had my ringer off um and there they just did this in shanghai china which is part of what yeah. charlie ward was talking about in his report they did this in china it's horrific video don't watch it yeah so, so you know the thing is, is is they are it this is a planned disruption of the food supply i don't care what anybody says mm -hmm. this is a planned disruption of the food supply you need to get as self and i've been saying this Michael, bear me out. I've been saying this for 25 years. And people are like, <laughs> yeah, you know, when's it going to happen? doesn't matter when it's going to happen. It's going to eventually happen. Right. And right now we are seeing, we are going through more things than we ever have in the history of this country. Um, our food supply is being cut off. The prices are going crazy. You know, you have the, I was reading an article in uh, one of the, um, uh, like Fortune magazine or something like that, which is encouraging people to continue to buy homes at these ridiculous prices and right. don't worry about it. The economy isn't going to fail. Well, first of all, if you lose your job, you're going to lose your house. Um, if food isn't readily available or your food bill quadruples, uh, you may not be able to make your mortgage payment or rent pay payment and you're going to get tossed. So you better take a real serious look at your finances, take a real serious look at where your money's going and put it toward preparing yourself for when things get more difficult, which they, I guarantee you, this is going to be not only a hot summer, it's going to be a horrible summer. <laughs> Shut up. Nope. Oh, oh, oh. So there goes the Yorkies. I warned you. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Uh, so anyway, but it's gonna, but I'm telling you, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And you're going to, you know, I mean, look at the fuel prices. I know people 
literally who have quit their job because they can't afford to drive from their home to work. Stop. <laughs> okay. So um, because they can't uh, drive from their house to work. So right. um, and they had to get some little crappy job locally because they could afford to go there. And it was, you know, they were literally paying to go to work. Right, right. And it's, you know, it's it's gotten really bad. I mean, I went to Costco this weekend and I got I got a bunch of uh hang on, hang on, Mike. All right, I don't I want to take you out of it. Um but I you know, again, I went to Costco this weekend. I picked up uh more spam, I picked up more uh pancake mix, I picked up things, uh ramen, top ramen noodles, things that you can sustain yourself with for a period of time. And I know Jen is a big hoarder. And these things, absolutely, you need to be prepared and you need to be to expect this. And it's um, it's definitely going to be an ongoing problem. And if that's why these people need to be removed from power. And Steve, you know, my angle is, is that there are folks out there willing to do that and preparing to do that. But until they are out of power, the Democrats are completely out of power and all the agencies are torn well, down. And the rhinos. And the rhino. Just because you're a Republican doesn't make you a good legislator. Mitt Romney being an example of somebody who needs to go to the gallows. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But we, you know, we have to get until these people are out, we're not safe. So you have to prepare and act as if you are not safe. Well, and that's why it's so important that you elect the appropriate people at a local level. And one of the things I was sharing with Mike before we started is you know, they've turned up the heat on me quite a bit. Anything I do, I mean, it's ridiculous the things that they're doing and saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nothing major on the grand scheme of things. But anytime I do anything, they're, you know, screaming and yelling about it because I'm gaining so much ground with the local population. And the local population is starting to see that we can't have these people in office who literally don't know what they're doing, who don't have a track record for sticking up for the local population, right. who don't um, have a plan in place should things uh, go south quite rapidly. So they're starting to realize that we need qualified people, even in local offices, because, you know, your last line, if your police department or your sheriff's department um, agrees with you as far as their, you know, their constitutional conservatives, they're going to do everything in their power to protect you, not enforce mandates from the federal government. Yep. Yep, exactly. So, you know, that's uh, absolutely critical and why anybody in Izzard County, Arkansas needs to vote for Steve Doran for sheriff. That would be a major victory for the Patriots. Okay. One last thing. I don't really, it's not really about getting your commentary on it, but it's something I forgot to put into the news segment, which is that yesterday, Piers Morgan, who is a dick-eating Karen, as we well know and have well established. And I once lost a Twitter account because I openly called him a dick-eating Karen, Um, has been a major advocate for forcing vaccinations on the entire world. He got vaccinated, and then guess what? He got COVID from the vaccination, of course. What an idiot. Probably took ivermectin to save his life and then still continues to push this. But for some reason, Donald Trump sat down for an interview with this clown. He's been on The Apprentice. They've they've known you know they've known each other for a while. He did an interview when he was president, but Morgan has stabbed Trump in the back, and you know insisted that the American election was fair, which it was not. And Trump went on to do an interview with him, 
And Morgan put out this video yesterday to uh, to promote this. And let's just let's just watch what you know what what he says or what he's trying how he's trying to sell this interview with President Trump. Okay, Piers, I'm ready. A former president in denial. I think I'm a very honest man, much more honest than you actually. Really? Yeah. You won't afraid of paradise. You lost. Only a fool would think. You think I'm a fool? I do now. With excuse me. Okay. With respect. The leftist is the hard effort. Excuse me. The most explosive interview of the year. I don't think you're real. I'm not like very dishonest. Let's finish up the interview. Morgan versus Trump. Turn the camera off. Very dishonest. So, um, okay, so that's the way it's portrayed. Turns out, uh, Trump, of course, not being an idiot, um, recorded the whole thing. And there was no major fight, major conflict like that. Uh, he did say, okay, we're done, turn the camera off. But basically, other than a couple of little exchanges, it was nothing like that. He deliberately, deceptively edited the video to make it look like um to make it look like this was some sort of confrontation and president trump was a fool and they made him look all sweaty with special effects so trump came out and made a statement uh yesterday afterwards that Piers morgan like the rest of the fake news media attempted to unlawfully and deceptively edit his long and tedious interview with me he wanted to make it look like i walked out on the interview when my time limit of one of 20 minutes went over by an hour the good news is that the interview was taped by us as a means of keeping him honest. The interview was actually very strong on the 2020 election fraud, with me calling him a fool if he truly believed those results. The evidence is massive and irrefutable. Check out True the Vote and the Dinesh D'Souza document, the Dinesh D'Souza documentary, which will be coming out very soon. For those who want to make peers look bad, compare his video promo and how it is doctor was doctored to the real thing. Hopefully, they will now be doing some big changes to their final product. It just shows, however, what I have to deal with in the fake news media. He went out of his way to deceptively edit an interview and got caught. That is a big story, isn't it? Listen to the audio here. So he recorded the whole audio of the entire interview. Okay, Steve Doran, if um, if the fake news media in your district, um, your jurisdiction, is uh, busted, for fake news like this, if they're if they're caught, what what if anything can be done about it? And then when are all these liars going to be arrested for? I mean, you know, Barack Obama actually changed the law. There's a subtle little thing they put into Obamacare to um, to make propaganda legal. It used to be illegal in this country. So I mean, what yeah. do you, what what has to happen to these people? I think they all need to be arrested and spend 20 years in hard labor. Myself, well, every newsman. There again, I mean, there's really no law against lying. If there was a law against lying, yeah, a lot of people would be put in jail. But I mean, I think they they absolutely need to be exposed, um, you know, and there's ways of doing that. Uh, you know, you can come out like in my campaign as an example, um, where people came out and, at, you know, blatantly lied about my career, my background, that type of thing. I came right out in the newspaper, ran my own ad and and, and identified them as cowards, liars, and that uh, the information that they were providing to the general public was absolutely false. Um, anytime I have a speaking engagement, I bring it up. So, I mean, you, you just have to get out there. You have to expose them for what they are.
Um, there's really no law that's going to allow you to do uh, anything other than if they slander you. Um, you know, you can take civil action against them, but as far as criminally, there's not much you can do. Right. Um, but do you think that it's time to start arresting these people? Because let's face it, if you are, if you are assisting, if you steal an election, that's treason. If you are aiding and abetting knowingly people who have stolen an election, are you not, have you not committed treason? And if the government comes to you and asks you to arrest somebody for treason that works at your local news station, are you going to do it? Absolutely. And the other, you know, the other issue, if, if their, if their propaganda crosses a line where it physically harms someone, there are laws that are on the books where you can't arrest them for that. So as an example, if you were to start a rumor uh, about someone that was totally untrue and it caused, you know, the, the rank and file general public to assault that individual, yeah. um, you can arrest them for doing things of that nature. But um, at this juncture, until, you know, because we're talking local level versus federal level, um, but at this juncture, there's not much a local sheriff can do, be, you know, because the news media is lying. Right. Other than try to expose it. Okay, we got uh, three, four hundred people in the live stream today listening to the toxically masculine Steve Doran here on Deep Thought Thursday. I want to talk a little bit about our sponsor, NewGenCrypto.com. NewGen Crypto is a new cryptocurrency, which is just getting started. You can go to NewGenCrypto.com to find out more about it. There's a 17 minute video you can watch for a presentation. And you can then open up an account with them uh, right here by clicking the blue button. New Gen Crypto is different from other cryptocurrencies in that, in the vein of what we're talking about here, it is going to be an asset-backed cryptocurrency. As part of their coin, um, coin bit, the investments they're going to be making, they're going to be working with companies that are going to be creating products out of hemp. They're going to be working on a new, less expensive desalination process so we can actually drain the oceans freshen that water up and basically grow flowers in the desert make make uh, the sahara desert and california into farmland wouldn't that be wonderful you could feed everybody no more food shortages ever and the interesting thing about it is is that uh, they're going to have their own coin exchange you're not going to have to use coinbase or any of the other uh, cryptocurrency exchanges, you will eventually be able to exchange your new gen crypto for Litecoin or Bitcoin or anything else you might want to uh, invest in once they get their exchange set up, which is going to be actually in Lithuania. The other thing that's really cool is that if you sign up for a staking contract, they are protected and secured on the blockchain that they've got set up, meaning that your coins are going to be safe and they're going to pay you 0.35% interest on your staked coins daily that means if you have 100 new gen coins today in three days you're going to have 101 that's how easy it is that's how great it is i've already done that i've already built up uh, i've already staked my my new gen crypto built up a, a reserve i could have taken i had almost 300 dollars in there i could have taken it out as cash i elected to reinvest it in more new gen crypto and for a limited time till the end of the month about nine more days in april if you sign up uh, you will get a 10% bonus in new gen crypto coins. I think it's about 33 cents a coin now. So if you spent $100, you'll get 110. Um, well, if you, if you get 100 coins, they'll give you 110. That's how it will work. NewGenCrypto.com, NewGenCrypto.com. Go in, watch the video. And if you're interested, go ahead and click on the blue 
panel there to get started, fill out the form, and open an account for NewGenCrypto.com, our wonderful sponsors here. Thank you guys for doing that. All right. Last segment. Uh, guys, if you have specific questions for Steve Doran, Trail Boss, go ahead and put them in the chat. We'll take about five or ten minutes and ask ask some questions. Uh, Steve, if for some I'm reason, gonna... if for yeah. some reason, um, I have been on Brooke's show a couple of times, yeah. but if for I... some reason we can't get to all the questions, um, let me give you my email. It's S is in Sam, L is in Larry, my last name D is in David, O R A N at Earthlink.net, and I'll answer. Not not I, I see that you put it up there, so they can write it down. <laughs> I, I did. And if I don't get to your question, I will answer it as soon as the show ends. People give me a hard time for having an MSN account, uh, a mail mail account, Microsoft Network. Wow, Earthlink. Wow, not I. What, I've had it since the beginning. Since they, since they opened yeah, the door. Yeah, I've kept I've kept uh, that one old email account. It's uh, it does everything any email needs to do, except except real you know proton. And everybody and has it. And everybody has it, so you can always get a hold of me. So I, I think that's great. Um, and by the way, just telling Steve how fucking awesome he is is not a question, so you're not going to get any attention. <laughs> Let's go through and just see if anybody has uh, any questions. Ramen is the last thing I would get. It stays in your digestive system forever. Well, fine. Then great. I'll be pulling calories out of it forever, so there's nothing wrong with that. Um my stash is 100 ounces of coffee beans. I don't know if that's what that means. Something OSS, do you know what that is? Steve? No. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Um, we should only retain uh, small local government, get rid of the feds, except for the military. That's what the Constitution basically says. So, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, ramen is not food. Oh, okay, fine. You you tell me you're telling me you wouldn't eat it if you're starving and there's nothing on the shelves of the store. Of course you would. Um, why aren't farmers banding together? Well, Bill Gates is buying up as much farmland as he can, and again, he hates people. He's openly talked about depopulating the earth, and that's the part of the plan. And th these guys have got to be stopped. Absolutely, got to be stopped. Okay. Um, see i can't wait for london bridge to go down so everything gets exposed especially pisaki and msm yeah london bridge is falling down is the code name for the queen is dead long live the king just in case you didn't know steve um okay thanks mike thanks steve i will be rooting for your victory well don't just root don't just root. Go over to Doran for IzzardCountySheriff.com and make a contribution. Right? You can do Actually, that. They would have to. They would have to use the email that I gave them. Oh, okay. And send the money to my PayPal account. Because your uh, GoFundMe got taken down or something. My or... GoFundMe got taken down. Yes. Yeah. They 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 took down his GoFundMe because Steve is a patriot. But this is uh, Doran for Izzard County Sheriff. So you can send me money on PayPal using my sldorn at earthlink.net and Stephen Dorn is my account. Yep. And um, and you know, Steve, what I would love to see actually, actually, you know what? Did I not screen share? I did not screen share. There we go. Now we'll get it. You know what I would love to see, Steve, is I would love to see after you get elected, um, 
PayPal try to take away your account as they've done with so many other Patriots? And then you just basically tell PayPal that they can't do business in your county. That would be awesome if we could do we, we, it. Somebody needs to start a because, war. Because of their unconstitutionalness. That's right. Their unconstitutional behavior. Right. So it's Dorfer is the sheriff. Proven and effective leadership. That's right. Um, and, and see, the other thing is, the difference between me and a lot of the other candidates is I've already been through this, as Mike knows. Um, I've taken on the federal government more than once to, um, on behalf of the citizens that I was sworn to protect, and I refused to back down. And, um, you know, all I had to do was shut my mouth, take the money, go away, and everything would have been fine. But uh, I take my oath very seriously and my job very seriously, and it's not something I was willing to do. So, you know, for a number of years, I really suffered for standing my ground and standing up for the people that I was sworn to protect. And, uh, uh, you know, it took a toll on me financially, physically, and in a lot of other ways. But, uh, you know, in these dark times, I'm ready to, you know, to fight again for the people uh, that live in my jurisdiction and to help others, other sheriffs, other chiefs of police do the same. And if you want to know about that, um, incident and that stuff there is a book called implosion at los alamos by your friend yes. uh, glenn what's his name glenn well glenn, glenn wall glenn wall uh implosion there's, at los alamos billions of things on the internet articles and, and then things. and then there's uh there was a cbs cbs um hour special on my career 48 hours didn't didn't they do a, sh a special it was 48 on hours but they called the show whistleblower Whistleblower. So look up um, CBS News, Forty Eight Hours Whistleblower, Steve Doran, and you can you can hear him tell the whole story. It's really incredible. And and Barkley so is now and Barkley is now barking. Bar Barkley has uh, joined the conversation. Yeah. You can hear <laughs> your dogs are now responding to Barkley barking. That's great. Uh, Steve, do you put any value on four Patriot survival gear and food? I nope. assume that's a company. No. Nope. And um, the best thing to do is just go to the grocery store and buy stuff that you will eat and that can be eaten without mixing water or any. I mean, I have like my survival food, um, things like SpaghettiOs, ravioli, cans of corns, cans of green beans, whatever things, cans of different types of meat. It's things that I can open up and eat on the spot, don't have to heat it up, don't have to fool around with it, and it costs about you know, 90% less than those types of foods. Um, and remember, in order to consume them, you have to have water to put in them, and if you have a limited water supply, then what are you gonna do, especially if you live in the desert? What like about these, uh, the military MREs? What about getting stuff? Those like are that? fine. Those are I fine. mean, they're fine, but again, it's all about your budget. I mean, if you're, if you're independently wealthy, which I'm not, and you can afford all that stuff, go go for it. But um, the best thing to do is buy stuff that you'll eat, rotate through it, right? So you eat, you eat some of it through the week, and then when you go to the grocery store, replace it. And one of the things that I've done and have done for years and years and years is I stock up with a really uh, uh, good supply. And then as I eat, let's, as an example, I use two or three cans of uh, tomatoes to make chili as an example. When I go to the store, instead of, uh, buying 20 cans, I only have to buy three to replace the ones that I ate, and it keeps my food supply constantly fresh. It never expires. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jody Gordon wants to know, Steve, if uh, they come onto your property claiming they're going to kill your cows or chickens, can you shoot them legally? Um, 
I would say, I would say, I would say no, but no, I would say no, but, but again, they have no law enforcement authority to do it. So you could, you could definitely demand that they leave your property because they don't, again, they don't have any authority to come on a like where their authority ends is with industrialized, uh, farming operations. So they do have jurisdiction over them, but they can't just come on your property and let's say you have six chickens and go, Hey, we're going to kill your six chickens because they have no authority over that. So um, let's put this scenario out. I, I've got a farm in Izzard County. You've been elected sheriff. Um, I've got uh, 20 chickens and five cows and they're a big part of my livelihood. And these feds come on and they say, we're going to kill your chickens, your cows and your dogs. And I'm holding them at, I'm holding them at gunpoint, and I call you, and you come. I'm gonna come out, and I'm going to say he's asking to leave. Why didn't property. you leave? Yeah, that's yeah. that's going to be my response. I'm going to come out, and I'm going to go. He's asked you to leave. Why didn't you leave? You have no authority or jurisdiction over his property. There you go. This is a guy who needs to get elected, folks. This this guy right here needs to get elected. Uh, Rick Norman says, Steve, my uh, grandfather Fred Haynes was friends with Buford Pusser. You know who Buford Pusser is? I do know who Buford Pusser is. He oh, was a very yeah. famous sheriff. Mm -hmm. They made a couple of movies about him. My uh, grandfather was also, they weren't friends, but they were friendly. And when I was a kid, uh, I got to meet Buford. He wasn't sheriff at that point. He, had, he hadn't made the movies yet, but he was. Uh, he used to pass out little pens that looked like his stick that he carried while he worked. Yeah, that's awesome. His baseball bat. It was a baseball yep. bat, right? Well, no, it was a stick that he whittled. Oh, it's a sticky whittle. Okay. Uh, Chester Packer says, most canned food is good for a minimum of three years after the use-by date. I contacted the companies like uh, Del Monte. So is that well, true? Well, again, it, it's probably better. It, it'll lose its flavor, but it's still edible. It's going to lose some of its nutrients. But just to let you know, uh, when I was in the Marine Corps, uh, we would consume uh, sea rations from World War II in Vietnam, and they would give them to us uh, to get rid of the supply that they had stored up. So, you know, those things had been stored a long, long time. The flavor wasn't so good, but they were completely edible. Um, so any canned good, as long as the can isn't damaged or dented, um, you can consume it. It doesn't go bad in the can. All right. Um I love that. The, uh, here we go again. Says uh, every time your dogs bark, mine barks because <laughs> they're listening to the show. All right. One last question, Steve, and then we'll let you get out of here. Steve, what is the number one question I should ask the candidates for sheriff in my county? Interesting. Very, very interesting. Good stuff. Here's your deep the, thought of the day. The number one question that you should be asking your sheriffs is do they believe in the Constitution and what action are they prepared to take? If somebody attempts, if another outside agency or their agency attempts to violate your civil rights and your rights under the Constitution and record go. it, record it, record the answer and then share it with everybody. And yep. I would say even be specific, Let you know, maybe set up a specific scenario that the feds clearly have no authority, like they can't come onto your property and kill your animals. Um, well, as an example, I mean, part of it. Part of it is, is that, you know, you got to remember elected officials work for you. I tell people that all the time. You know, if I get elected, I work for the people of this county. I'm not a spy for the federal government. I'm not beholding to the federal government, state government, any other government. 
I am beholding to the people that elect me and them only. Mm-hmm. So I work for you. And you got to remember that these politicians, you don't work for them. They don't have any control. They work for you. So I see these people like a congressman will show up and everybody's like, oh, congressman so-and-so's here. He's your employee. Yeah. He's like your janitor. Yep. It's like, why are you worshiping this guy? You know, he works for you. You need to ask him hard questions. If he gets snotty with you, it's like, look, jackass, you know, you're coming up for election and we're going to get rid of you because it's your duty and your job and your obligation to answer me. I'm your boss. Right. Right. That's great. Okay. One last thing. Lisa Western says, can we clone you to be governor of California or do I have to move to Arkansas? She appreciates your patriotism. So Um, I would love to be king of uh, California. Yeah. And uh, I, there would be a lot of changes very rapidly. Uh, but I, I think that that system is so uh, um, is so corrupt that you'll way. never get anybody elected in that state but a Democrat. Yeah, yeah, and because they just steal everything. I, I'm, I'm sure Newsom got recalled and they just stole that. So, all right, guys, that is going to do it for Deep Thought Toxically Masculine Thursday. We appreciate everybody being here. Steve, I can't thank you enough for being here. Do not forget everyone to go to Doran for Izzard County Sheriff and follow along with the campaign and also uh, make sure that you go to Steve's PayPal. Where did I put it? Where is it? There it is right there. Go to Steve's, go to PayPal and it's sldoran at earthlink.net. He will answer questions. And of course, I will answer all of your questions. Just send me an email. I'll happily answer your questions. You can also, my Facebook is an open page. Feel free to friend me on Facebook. You can send me messages there. And then, Mike, I want to remind you, call me when um, the show's over. Okay. I absolutely will do that. All right, guys. That's no homo, by the way. No homo. No, yes. <laughs> Once again, back to the no homo. <laughs> you don't have to leave right now, Steve. You can hang out there, and we can have a conversation uh, right here uh, offline. All right, guys. That's going to do it. Thank you for being here. I'll be back tomorrow with Jennifer Falad-Doreen for Free Reading Friday. We will see you then. Say bye, Steve. Goodbye, Steve.